everyone. Welcome to Loving This Life podcast, hosted by yours truly, Abby Hillis, founder of ACH Events and co-founder of The Twelfth Woman, an advocacy group fighting for sexual assault survivors. This podcast is about loving the life that you live and 100% owning it and being happy with it. Each episode will include a guest or thoughts to help bring your dreams to reality, understand true commitment in life, and help turn some of your darkest days into the brightest years. So grab some coffee, some wine, or whatever tickles your fancy, and join me on this adventure of finding happiness and taking charge. Welcome to a yet another episode of Loving This Life podcast. This is episode six, and I have the honor of sitting here with my love, Ella Reed. Hey, y'all. Yeah. So she is the gal that you guys hear on the bumper. <laughs> Got that word right. And she she was the person that I came in touch with out of like a whim at an event and we just kind of hit it off and I started listening to her music and she has this awesome song called Walk On and then just randomly asked her if I could use it and then we just now have done two events together, the podcast launch and then a Christmas event and then she's lost her launched her uh, EP (laughs) EP (laughs) Christmas album since and it's just like it's not even been we figured it out. It's been like just over two months or just at two months right. that we've known each other. Mind blown. We move at the same pace though. I dig that. It's yeah. just like, let's we move. We go. Hey, you want to do something? Let's, let's go. Let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's so awesome. So anyways, Ella is a musician here in Austin and she has some incredible music that she's created herself and she does, you know, gigs just her and her guitar and then she has a whole shebang of a band that comes and sounds amazing as well. I've heard them both. And so I wanted to have her on because she's a go-getter and I just really am intrigued by all of the things that she does. And even tonight, this is our first time that I'm doing an Instagram live. She's doing a Facebook live and we are totally like trying to just up our social media marketing game, I guess. She's just like, she's so awesome. I love it. So anyways, welcome. That was a long intro. That was an awesome (laughs) intro. Thank you so much. So yeah, tell us. I mean, I don't know. Give me like low down. Tell me a little bit. (sighs) I don't even know how much I actually even really know. Not really. (laughs) Not really. We just kind of like, I love about you is that you're like, we just go in and be like, hi, cool. You do cool shit. Can I swear? Yeah. Yeah. So you do cool shit too. And like, oh yes, let me just do it. And you want to create? Let's create. Right. (laughs) And you don't talk about it. You just do it. And then, like, that's what I do, too. So, yeah, I mean, there's a whole lot of blah, blah, blah that went on there. But, like, you know, like, I got a degree in screenwriting. Went back and got another degree in, like, graphic design. And I call that my degree that ties the room together. Ah. You know, so like I, I know wish I, I would have gotten that. Fine art, and I got the music, and I got all this creativity going around. Design actually allows me to a not have to pay for it, but um, <laughs> expensive. <laughs> it is, but then I can just do basically what I want and just pull things together. So it does. It literally like creatively ties my room together. That's awesome. So that's how you do all that you do by yourself. So I love I love that we're doing the behind the scenes stuff too because I think a lot of it is that people see the shiny stuff and they don't uh-huh. see the creative process. I think is the or the real potatoes. again. It's like the highlight reel. It's like the only thing that they yes. see. Yes, yeah. And like you wait for the outtakes, and you go like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. No, <laughs> totally, totally. It makes it more real. So I don't know. Tell us more about like I guess start with like the music industry and then kind of and other little endeavors that you have. Oh, a little gosh. big. I Actually, guess. Actually, to be honest, music industry has been my later in life. 
I've done a really? whole bunch before that. Yeah, I'm a late bloomer. I had little bits of pockets of music in my life. I've always wanted to be, but I've never been at a place of being able to really lock it down. Like mm. I am today. Like right now, I'm a full-time musician. Like, yeah. You know, I'm basically paying my bills off of music. That only started about two years ago when I landed in Austin. So before then, my last job, I was a creative director for a real estate company in San Francisco. Before that, no way. Yeah, before that, I'm I just doing assume. odd jobs. Mm-mm. Oh no, 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 I'm new, and I'm like, I've just designed. Like I said, design paid my bills for many, many years, and um, got me to San Francisco, got me to California because I got the job, and then we were able to move there. And um, before then, it was just art, and I was trying to do music, but it just didn't click. In Minneapolis, that was my last home because I grew. Up in Minnesota mm-hmm. and I just didn't click in with the music scene there it wasn't my heart it wasn't my soul although I tried you know like mm-hmm. I did and I'll just kind of backtrack because I were like I went to college and I had like basically my 20s and we talked a little bit about this like I'm an alcoholic right so like my 20s were pretty much like tanked mm-hmm. like literally <laughs> like when literally. you think back at them can you remember things or do you feel it's like kind of all a blur I do, but I was a blackout drinker. So there are mm. lots of shady shit going on. Like, wow. Seriously. Yeah, it's scary. So like really, like I really had no control over my life in my 20s. Mm. I got sober when I was 28. So I've been sober for February to be like 16 years. I know, right? Wow. Your face is amazing right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, like that's incredible. It is, but I have no and your choice. life's ten times better. Yeah, because I like got in a car accident. My car flipped twice. I did a Superman out the window, and I almost died. So like Ooh. I had to really have to walk again, and it was. I don't mean to be dramatic. It just was. Yeah, but you know. So after that, it took me. It still took me a long time. I went back to get my second degree mm-hmm. when I got sober. The graphic design. Yep. Because I could focus. Yeah. And uh, I still think I should have been an illustrator, and now I'm illustrating books. Yeah. Right? What? Should have been an illustrator. Yeah. Did. So what I do from then, basically, I just, like, my 30s feel like a blur. I just tried to get it together. I really tried to do music. Like, I did what you're doing right now, which I think is fabulous. I went to Guitar Center, like, piece by piece and tried to put my own, like, little home studio together. Yeah. And I'm proud of myself because I did it. I even got a stupid MIDI. Like, it's not stupid. Sorry, people. It's not stupid. It's very complicated for me. It's like coding, like MIDI, trying to figure out that. I was yeah. like, oh, my gosh, I'm way in way over my head. Yes. <laughs> But I had friends, luckily, who were able to come in and help me, which is, you know, kind of goes in with the stuff like a lot of my skill set is fairly large and I'm pretty good at it. Right. Or you're going to figure it out if you don't. Right. Yeah. But there are some things where I have to go like, you know, eat some crow and go like, (laughs) I, my name is Ella and I need some help. very hard for me to ask for help because I like to do it on my own. Yeah. Because I was solo for so long in my life. Like, it's still hard for me. It's easy to just rely on yourself. Can you copyright this? Because I suck at grammar. (laughs) That is so true. So true. That's super awesome. So wanting to dive into one of the things that like Ella and I talked about that we really wanted to share with you guys was kind of her background and how she has found a balance with being creative and not getting overwhelmed in this world that we live in that's like super content driven and I think every time you open up your phone or you don't even open up your phone you see so-and-so's like image or so-and-so's going live or so-and-so's posted this video or this so-and-so's attending this event near you it's like constantly that it's just everywhere and all of this content we're overexposed to it almost and it's like one how do you stand out two how do you keep up and three how do you not like lose 
the drive, oh, you know? like Oh, great. All great. Yeah. It's really overwhelming. And I mean, I know I see you. You go live all the time. You... Not as much as I should. Okay. Well, you blow me out of the water <laughs> and I'm working on it. I'm going to step up my game though. And, and you have such a positive attitude about it. And like every time I'm around you, everything's just like, just really positive and all good things. I know it's easy to get overwhelmed and I'm sure that you do because we're all human and we do. But like, you know, talk a little bit about keeping the balance between the creative side and not getting overwhelmed with all of the content that we see on social media. Yeah, that in itself makes me overwhelmed. Just to I know, just talking about, about how much there is. Because we talked about before we went live, you know, the fact that anybody can go on iTunes if they have yes. stuff and anybody can put out content. And that in itself is an overwhelming concept and go like, wow, so if everybody can do it, what makes me special? Which is usually the first question. Right, yeah, because what I didn't... What makes me like, why should I be doing this and who's gonna listen i didn't realize that literally anyone can get published now on spotify or itunes or wherever yeah, sorry, i didn't mean to like, burst that bubble <laughs> well yeah yeah i mean i thought it was still kind of hard and i didn't realize it's literally just like podcasting like you get your platform and you it pushes everything out for you which mm-hmm. is so crazy yeah wow i know right the thing that i have found is that particularly when i am on social media too much the first thing that i feel is overwhelmed competitive mm-hmm. and feel like i'm in a race for my life yeah Okay. So when I feel that way and I start watching people like, oh, everybody's getting the gigs and they're doing this and they're doing this and I'm not doing enough. I better do this because I should, obviously I'm not good enough. And I think there's a social media is linked to depression because of us comparing our outsides to everybody's inside. So like I'm feeling, and I do have sad days. I mean, being a hyper creative person, I'm sensitive. Yeah. You know, sure. I get discouraged and I can get depressed if I'm not careful. So do you feel like you have like, you have intense emotions? Oh, like you go like from one side to the other, super sad, super happy. I feel like I'm the same way too. I feel like I'm bipolar, but I'm not. Yeah. No, totally. I feel like a man. You just over experience emotions. Totally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm learning that about myself too. Hashtag therapy. That's great. <laughs> my therapist Thank is like, God for therapy. I know, right? It's so good, though. I mean, whatever whatever you need to do to be okay. To get better. Yeah. Yes. Be okay. Totally. But so all that stuff. So I have to unplug from social media. This is just what I do. So I spend minimal time on Instagram and Facebook, although I still get stuck on it at night. Uh-huh. When I should be spending time with my husband. He goes on his and I go on mine. And I'm like, this is why the articles come out like, Phones are ruining relationships because we don't talk. Yeah. So I'm too busy scrolling about dogs and puppies and watching everybody do things when I should be doing them. They're Santa pictures with their kids. and I know, yeah. but it does. It Actually, I think it's emotionally destructive. Yeah. It's no. both entertaining, but I think it's emotionally destructive. I agree. I mean, even today I saw someone, there's like some Ellen contest right now where it's like, hashtag Ellen, look at my kid with Santa. I don't know what the actual hashtag is, but I thought the picture of KJ with Santa was super freaking funny and adorable. And then I was like scrolling through the other ones and I was like, oh, these are even more cute. Like, oh my God, I thought I had the cutest picture. I'm like, I do have the cutest picture. This is ridiculous that I'm comparing myself and I stopped. Right. Like, it, it brings out a competitive Yes. Absolutely thing. does. Yep. And so what I was thinking about that is that when I think about that and I get into that manic state, that competitive state, I have to go, okay, it's time to run your own game. Mm -hmm. I have to have my own game plan because if I don't, I'm chasing people. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like there's a thing where I'm like, well, I better be doing that. I better be doing that. Their plan is not my plan. I have to run my own game. You're so so right. You know, and it's, 
that's from meltdowns and that's from destructive depression and scrolling and following people and trying to catch up because I will never catch up because that's not my game. You know what I mean? Like, right. good for them. Like, I have to learn to just, like, bless them and let them go. Like, you know what? Good on you. Well, you're reality getting that. Is- you're getting that. Good for you. My stuff is coming. And, like, I have to believe that because it makes me feel better. Well, true. And, like, how do you know that someone's not doing the same to you where they're, like, they feel are. like they want to catch up to you? Right. When like, they get all my gigs, when they start... Well, it's like following me. Well, it's not even that. that. Like, I mean, I'm over here like, dang, girl, you're live all the time. You're always posting videos. Your content like is amazing. So it's like, right. You you, already feel it's like this ladder of like, you will keep wanting to like achieve the person in front of you or whatever. And like, you have people behind you and people in front of you that you're like, you're never going to win. Yeah. You're never going to win. It's like this constant circle, like never ending black hole circle. Totally. Yeah, it is. It's very destructive. I mean, you can use it for drive, but then you got to know when to stop. Right. I think or that's, ideas to spark ideas, but then like get off and like go investigate those ideas on your right. own. You have to remember you're not in this sprint with them. You're in your own game. Yeah, so that's if a really you, good if you point. remember that, like just keep going. Like who am I racing against? I'm. I. You're not in a race with them. You're in a race with yourself. So us as being hyper creative people and just doing, 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 which is awesome. I think it's an immense gift. Is just being able to like go like okay, what is my plan? And I've just learned as of late, like I do best like pictures. I'll do like freehand drawings. Mm. I'm better, though, if I can see something. I did the Grinch pants today, right? Yeah, yeah. And I go and saw some pictures on Pinterest. If I can freehand from a picture, I'm much better off. And that is, like, a greater metaphor for my life. So if I make a plan, so I've started going, like, here's my plan for the next three months. Here's what Mm. I want to attain. And really just going and getting a business plan so that I'm following my game. So if I feel like, er, oh, look, at they're going over there. I better go over there, too. And I can go, like, okay, we derailed for a second, and now we're back. Bring it back. Bring Bring it it back on track. Right? I love that. So, like, what is your game plan? We should always be your safe. Like, what game are you running? What do you want to accomplish? If you're running, who are you running to? Who are you running after? What are you trying to get out of that? This should be the questions in your mind to bring you out of crazy. Because that. Or even write it down. Yes. I always have a notebook by my... I've started writing down things more, but I I need to write more. Yeah, just keep a notebook and a pen by your computer. Yeah. So you can write down like a day plan, like Mm -hmm. here's what I want to accomplish today so you don't get derailed. Right. Because all of that emotional stuff, all of it leads to burnout. Burnout emotionally, burnout physically. And then like that's when depression comes in. And if you start thinking like, ah, nobody's going to listen. There's so many people out there, you know, instead of you have to bring it in really, really small to like just us two right here. Mm -hmm. If there were thousands of people watching, someday, someday. Someday. (laughs) We'd still have to like keep it here because Mm -hmm. this is where the conversation is that I can't control any of that. Right. True. Very true. Keep it really, really small. Run your game. Stay focused. You have to. Focus. And blinders almost. Like, let them go up when you want to see a little bit. Yeah. You can run, but put your little blinders. You can keep going forward, but don't look at the horse next to you. They'll distract you. It's like this. And they do. Yeah. That's so true. They do. That's so true. (laughs) I know. And I was, you know, thinking about myself and even this podcast and just talking about how you were explaining that you're not someone that waits around seven years to create an idea and sit on an idea and then finally bring it to fruition. Like you're someone who just like comes up (laughs) with an idea and goes after it. And, you know, I've almost ridiculed myself for being like that because sometimes I don't, I don't investigate or I don't fully research something. True. And it's the downfall. It's the downfall. And it's like trying, but I almost feel like there's some sort of bliss in like figuring it out as you go instead of allowing like research and your own like doubt to be debilitating to the point where maybe you get to a point where you never even start it. 
Do you find sometimes that, like, you know, that we were talking about the Spotify stuff, if you knew that anybody could do it, would you still do it? Yeah, I don't know. Or would know. it take you, like, because I'm with you on that. There's something about ignorant bliss. Yeah. You know, because then you don't know the obstacles that are coming. So you just go, like, hi, I'm just going to do this. Yeah, like, and, I have no idea how many podcast episodes are being released every day or, like. You know, the obstacles, the, it creates fear, right? You yeah. Like, and fear, man. You don't want to tighten up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a fear can stop you in your tracks, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I think you're on the right path. We can always figure stuff out. Yeah, or maybe there's just like a common, like a meeting in the middle of doing some research enough to make sure that you're on the right track, but then like not waiting too long to the point where the idea almost falls off or you lose your drive right. or you lose the momentum. Momentum yeah. is everything. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Totally. For sure. Yeah, but I don't understand people that go like, I'm thinking about it and go like, you're not thinking about it. Like if you have to think about it for three years, then there's a whole bunch of fear blocks. Maybe you just don't want to do it. You yeah. know, we were just talked the children's book, you know, like 11 days. If I didn't run into that like formatting snag, dude, I'd be done. Yeah. So backstory on that. <laughs> we sit down tonight and Ella's telling me before we like plug in, she's like telling me about this children's book and in my head immediately. And I'm like, God, she must have been working on this for like six months. <laughs> da, 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 da. And then I'm like, wait, so when did you start working on this? She's like, 11 days ago. I'm like, wait, let me see this book. She has a whole children's children's book written two. and it's two and it's been 11 days i'm like what it's mind-blowing to me that's amazing it's awesome it. it just falls out you know but there are stretches where i don't do it well, okay no not really um <laughs> let's be honest <laughs> this is an honesty circle here you know sometimes i don't come up with amazing songs but i'm still writing you're still writing because you don't know what that'll turn into and what one thought from one song will create another song and that could be your number one hit totally i'll have months of sometimes just crappy songs and i'll just keep writing and then sometimes then i but uh, joni mitchell uh and then i crop rotate so then i write that paint pants yeah and i go do books and that's why i I just have a bunch of different stuff because i get bored and i feel like my creativity needs to move Ah. you know like if i try to do one thing and it's like sitting down and figuring out a problem i can't do that i have to run or walk or paint to figure out problems that's how you process it learner yeah absolutely Mm. Mm -hmm. so sitting down and thinking really hard doesn't work for me you know, I don't think it works for me either now that I think about it. I just don't know that I've ever self-evaluated that. Kinetic learner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely like just a keep moving and grooving and through it. Yeah. Right. You just work through it. Some of my best thinking, honestly, is through driving. Right? Dude, I get yes. some of the best thoughts, and I hate that you can't write stuff down when you drive. Well, I do the voice thing. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was like, I don't want to convict Siri, myself, can you just like... record what I'm about to say for like the next Totally. <laughs> Yeah. You have one of those little car holders, the yeah. phone holders? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Long drives, that's all I do. Just oh, I... record. I have these great ideas. Yes. Absolutely. So, burnout. Okay. Does it happen to you? All the time. All so the time. I run so hot all the time that I'm a sprinter. Yeah. I'm not a marathon person. My ideas come like the book. Mm-hmm. Like, I just go like, and I can feel myself just going like, okay, just one more day of layouts and you're going to be good. But I can feel myself going like, okay, I'm losing steam. Mm-hmm. So I got to figure out how to finish this puppy. And that's also why like when I get ideas, I move on them. Because if I, if I wait three years, I won't do it. Right. Totally. Most likely I won't do it. But burnout's tough. So I have to try to run. I have to try to eat well. Because the moment I stop working out and taking care of myself, mm-hmm. it's like, I'd, all I want to do is sleep. You know, like mm-hmm. when I hit that wall. Because mm-hmm. the wall is always eventual. Totally. Because I am just, you're the same person. We just run. We just run yeah. ourselves into the wall and go like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. And then your body goes, okay, stop. Yeah. And you I don't have, to have an to bed option for today. Like three days. Yeah. And I just watch movies and I just, okay, like, okay, 
this is my, you know, because I always know that I will get back up and I will do something else and will be rocking. You'll get sick of watching TV. Yep. And then your body goes, okay, I've been like not doing something for two days. I need oh, to go. you have like, <gasps> or you go, <gasps> you know what we should do. Yeah, and you have like an idea that is like, boom, and you're off running again. And she's off. Yeah. Yeah, so like, I'll just go to bed for three days and I'll just, you know, like, putz around the house and I'm a homebody. You know, like, I do gigs on the weekend, which is good for me because it gets me out of the house. Mm-hmm. You know, I go make my money and I go meet people and I, yep. get, I get out of the house. But like, Monday through Wednesday, girl, I'm at home mm-hmm. in my happy place with my spray paint and like <laughs> Netflix <laughs> and a guitar. And a guitar. Yeah. yeah, depending on what zone I'm in. So, so let's. Let's talk coffee for a second. I don't know about you, but I am the type of person that unadmittedly makes a pot of coffee one day and maybe even uses the leftover coffee the next day and just reheats it. So not good, I know, for like the best tasting coffee, but hey, gotta do what you gotta do, right? But then I found Trade Coffee Company and you guys have got to check them out. Head on over to their website and take their coffee quiz. They're taking a whole new approach to really just brewing coffee at home. So basically you start by taking a quiz and they get an idea of the type of coffee you like and which beans would be best for you. From there, then they give you these awesome suggestions of which coffees would be the best fit for your coffee preferences. If you're interested and want to try it out, feel free to use the code ABBCHILLIS when checking out and I can get you 50% off your first bag. What, what? So go check it out. Trade Coffee Company. So do your zones change like from day to day or is it like within the day or within the week? Are there days where you go like three days only doing pants where you're painting pants? Yes. Absolutely. I'm obsessive. I'm Uh obsessive. If I want to do something, I'm going to do it big. And right now I just switched back into music. So I spent the day... You went live today. I saw that. Yeah, I went live today. And then I spent the rest of the day doing YouTube videos because people keep saying, oh, you don't have enough content. Apparently I don't have enough content. So I go like, oh, God. Like, and I, I look at some people on YouTube and of course, here's the comparison, right? Yeah. I go like, oh, these people are doing so good. Look at their beautiful video. And I go, of course, my first thought is how do I do all this by myself without paying for it or asking for somebody to do it? Yeah. I ask myself that all the time. So I asked for a video recorder that is self-operated. You might want to put that on your list. Yes. For Christmas. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think I got it. So so I can do some some of these beautiful videos without having to ask for somebody's help because I just hate it because I move so fast. It's so much faster most often than not for me just to do it on my own. Right. Right. If I have to ask somebody, I'm like, well, they're you can just add three the turnaround to that. Time. Yeah, it has to be so much faster. Right. I but totally hear in you this on day that. and age, like you know, to wear that many hats is pretty awesome, and it's a perfect time to be an entrepreneur too, because there's so many freaking tools. If you have the ability and the want to actually learn, it's all there. That's right. That's what I tell people all the time. Google University. It's like. <laughs> Like, it is. You want to know something? You want to figure it out? Like, right, right. I just learned within five minutes sitting here talking with you about how to publish a book online. Like, had no idea. And that there was dimensions and stuff. I don't know. Just Google it. We'll figure it out. I know, right? Right? Like, Google totally. University, man. That's, like, my jam. That's how I figure anything right. out that I don't know. Well, Google or Ask Siri sometimes. Sometimes she comes in handy. But, right. Which I think she uses Google somehow. I think she uses Google, too. Yeah. But do you think that, too, with the burnout, like, that it's necessary to maybe try to not go that route and to try to be more level all the time? Or do you feel like you're confident in knowing that that's just how you live your life and that's how you know what works for you? I've tried to be level. If I can do all the stuff that I know that I need to do, you know, like, go to my meetings, go on a run, Mm -hmm. and, um, eat healthy, take care of yourself. 
if I can do all that, I stay well and I can stay level. And you know, like my husband comes home at five o'clock and mm-hmm. usually like because he's on a schedule and he comes in and you know, just has his routine of napping. Like I'm like, okay, I'm shutting down for two hours. So I basically like, you know, bless his heart. Cause if like by myself, I would just go 24 seven and burn out. So the schedule is really important. Mm-hmm. So I like basically going from Monday to Thursday, I kind of just do all of my creative stuff. And then like at five o'clock I make dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I start shutting down at 10 o'clock. So I don't usually work at night. Me neither. And just having a schedule. And as you know, you like, you got a little one. Your schedule isn't your own. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be real. Yeah. <laughs> I try. I try to have a schedule, but it's like, really? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I fall no. on his schedule. It's good. But sometimes going into that mania, let's be honest, it's kind of fun. I, that, I was going to say, like, I... Like, I enjoy the ride. Yes. Let's just be honest. And I, like, I mean, when I do... It's kind of boring. <laughs> yeah. And when I hit the burnout, I, I kind of, you know, I self-evaluate and I'm like, okay, you probably went a little too far. Or like, you probably right. should have, like, stopped to take a break. The devil inside goes, but wasn't it fun? Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and I go, and look how much I accomplished. I you know. know. I'm a productivity whore. Come on. Like, I remember when I was creating my website for my business launch and I was pregnant morning sickness and I was up till like 1am like for a week straight trying to like finish the developing side of my website and like looking back god that was crazy like (laughs) what was I thinking but in the moment I was like I'm gonna do this and I got this and I like I don't know that it would have happened if I would have done it any other way right I just don't think I think I would have stalled right and then it just would have sat there because I was pregnant and like had I not just spent a week writing it and creating it and doing it it probably just would have never happened I agree I'm the same way and then I literally wouldn't be here today if that didn't happen so So. cool good for you I mean I think that's just you gotta know yourself you gotta go with the flow if the creativity comes I consider that like I'm a funnel of creativity so if it comes I'm on it yeah and sometimes take it in doses but sometimes run with it right absolutely I think one thing that I always tell people and I always tell myself too, that if it's coming and you're running with it and then it keeps feeding off, like things keep going, like kind of like the things of like how you and I met, which we need to tell that story. Yeah. You want to tell that story? Yeah. That actually kind of like leads right into it. But like (laughs) when things keep running with each other and like they keep feeding into each other and they keep feeling right and everything keeps going down this path. Like I tell people like you are on the right path when the universe and God is sending you these signs of like, Hey, what you're doing is the right thing. And it keeps setting you up for success. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Right. That, like means you're doing the right thing. When you hit roadblock after roadblock, stop and evaluate. Right. But when you like, and then it's like, when those things are happening with me, like I'm not hopping off that train. Mm-mm. I'm taking that train all the way to the North pole. Absolutely. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I call like, it being in the flow of the universe. Yeah. And, and just keep feeling whatever you but like yeah when you're in the flow like that means you're in the right zone so which carry you totally my life right now I just feel like I've trying to live the will of the universe and the will of God rather than the will of myself and it seems to be so much flowier is that a word smoother it is yeah it's a flow like it's a flow for sure Mm -hmm. and to tell the story that like illustrates that with you and I, it when I came home that, that afternoon and I told my husband everything that you and I talked about on the phone, I right. mean, his mind was blown and he was like, I can't believe these things just happened to you. And I'm like, honestly, it took a little gumption and just like a lot of the universe telling me that like these ideas that I have are good ideas and I need right. to keep going. So, and to kind of tell that story... 
For y'all that don't know, I have been like dying to tell this story on the podcast because I think it's one of the coolest ones of the creation of this podcast. But the song that you guys hear at the beginning and the end of the each episode is Ella's song, which seems like not that big of a deal except for the way that I met Ella, I was venue managing, which for most of you that know, I have an event planning company. So I'm typically not doing like the managing of the actual event space. I'm the one creating and coordinating and planning the space. And so I had a venue reach out to me that needed help and needed someone to be there that night to just watch the venue space. And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Well, that day ended up being a really tough day. And I was thinking to myself, I really just don't want to go tonight. It's just a Friday night. I want to be at home. I want to get in bed early. And I, you know, put on my big girl panties I guess I can say that and I did it and it just so happened to be this corporate event it was a really chill event and Ella and her band were there and the poor people attending this event it was a presentation that lasted it was like two hours right it was like two hours we were stuck outside so long well I was half the time I spent it in a closet the other half I spent it outside (laughs) because I was like okay this production is going on way too long and they hadn't eaten dinner yet and so poor hungry people (laughs) fortunately for us it left us to be outside. You helped me plug in the lights because I couldn't find it. (laughs) And she, you know, helped. We sat and talked and we like threw each other's life stories out in 30 minutes, 20 minutes. And I knew that she was sober. And I told her about like all of the sexual assault movement stuff that I was doing. And then we just kind of hit it off. And that following weekend or that following Sunday, I was driving home from a workout and I came across her song, Walk On. And I was like, this is an awesome song. I'm really feeling this. This would be so cool if I could use this on my podcast. And then I called her up and I was like, hey, totally random. I know I just met you on Friday, but in the off chance, would you be willing to like, let me use your song? Like, can we like do this? I don't know. What were you thinking when I called you? Was you like totally surprised or were you like, no, this chick's awesome? Like, no, I thought it was like, that's just universal stuff, whatever you want to call it. That's God, universe, yeah, whatever you believe in. That, I mean, because it was buried. That's the last song in my album. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't, I mean, it, I just, and it's something that I don't and advertise. Older, and it's your older album, right? I don't advertise. I don't play it at gigs. So, like, because it was so, like, you just so happened to get to all the way to the end of the album and choose that one that is specifically for sexual soul survivors. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, she That's tells divine. me, she tells me, you know... Line. It's really interesting that you picked that song because I originally wrote that song for sexual assault survivors. And yes, my draw like dropped to the floor of the car. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. My mind starts blowing. Fireworks are going out of my head. And I'm like, I cannot believe this right now. So yeah, I mean, next thing I know, she's sending me the music files. And like, and here we are. I asked her that since I was in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Because we did it in our teeny tiny little apartment. Yeah, like, you were like, actually, wait, can I not send it to you right now? I want to remaster it. Yeah, and then you I remastered it and got it to where I, I want it. Yeah. And feel good about it and then kicked it back. So incredible. So yeah, so I mean, awesome. and that was one of my signs where I, like, and I remember telling my husband that night, I was like, I know I'm supposed, supposed to be to doing do this. this. I have a voice and like, I decided I wanted to do this and like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I think it's really easy to not follow those voices because the devil's in your head telling you like the other things. Yeah, and I mean, mine for me was I'm a perfectionist and okay. do I have the right equipment? Is it going to sound okay? What about my sound quality? I don't have anyone editing the sound on that. I don't even know what I'm doing. I use GarageBand on my computer, you know, like I'm sure I don't even know if that's what most podcasters use, but it works, right? And maybe I'll figure it out. And I just 
the signs kept leading me to keep going. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to do this and I'll figure it out along the way. Right. You're a smart person. All those are just, it's like, I don't know how to do this. So I'll learn. Yeah. And the reality is, is I'm not going to be perfect. That's not the journey. Right. The journey is, is like, if you guys are all listening now, you're, you're like on this journey with me and it's Mm -hmm. a creative journey and it's going to progress and I'll get better, but it's also probably going to change. Absolutely. And take different, you know, routes. Whatever I thought it started with might go a little bit differently. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It'll change with your voice. Pretty cool. cool. It is cool. That's so great. I'm so glad you're doing this. The universe is incredible. It is. And people are incredible if you let them be. Yeah. I think that's too, is like opening up yourself to vulnerability a little bit. It is. It took some gumption for me to call you. I know. I I can feel it. I can feel it. When I called you, you could tell. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know why I should be doing this or like what she's going to think of me, but I'm going to go for it. And it's like those moments in life that just totally, I don't know. It's so cool. I'm so glad you did. I know. Me too. I'm so glad you did. To be honest with you, like, I do interviews and such, but I don't always connect with people. I'm more of an introvert. Yeah. So I... I did not get that from you the night I met you. That's so funny. I know. I'm like an introverted extrovert, so I got, like, the homebody side and then the extroverted side, but I don't always let people in. Mm -hmm. Because I'm so creative and because I'm this more entertainment person, I can be an entertainer, but there's also a wall. Mm -hmm. So I am also working on just trying to like let people in because they are cool if you let them I think being in San Francisco and sometimes being a performer I can just naturally just put up walls but people are cool and I'm yeah I'm trying to get to know more people just getting outside of my bubble yeah because people are cool if you let them and people can teach you a lot yeah, right? Like, I've learned a lot just sitting here talking to you. And I know, this last, too. like, 30 minutes, which is crazy. I know. I so got crazy. some ideas for you, too. <laughs> so, something else we wanted to kind of talk yes. about was just trying to push through seasonal blues. I know we talked about burnout, yes. and we talked about, you know, what you do and how you push through, and maybe also how you prevent getting there, but... Um, seasonal depression is a thing. Oh, I know that I get it. I get it, too. As I'd, soon as the light changes, mm-hmm. man, like two and it weeks gets dark. after, yeah, it's hard, girl. I was in bad last year. I had to. I actually put myself in therapy last year because yeah. I was just getting so wiggy and like everything was bothering me. And the light, I just like it bums me out. Couldn't too. get out of my pajamas. I was like, okay, you, you need to just. It totally bums me out. I do. To be completely honest, every other year I've gone to somewhere that has sunshine and it's hot in the middle of winter. Absolutely. Like, it's only worked out that way, but I know that, like, it's what helps me get through. Like, my whole family, like, we do a Christmas or post-Christmas cruise every other year. And to have that to look forward to and then to literally get sun for a week, that vitamin D is... I know. It's crazy for my mental health. Totally. I'm on vitamin D drops. Yep. And that little light box Mm. that you can get on Amazon. Amazon's amazing. I put that on 45 minutes a day. And it's helped so far. Usually, um, really. Well, usually it hits for me mostly in January and February because that's when my business starts to slow down. You know, financial fear plus too many hours, like lots of thinking. But I'm trying to, yeah. But like last year, I learned how to dye clothes and you know learned about fabric. So I picked up a project just to keep me busy. You know, Uh, yeah, a hobby. I had a hobby. Yeah. So like when I wasn't gigging very much, I was like just knee deep in like dyeing vats. I was like dyeing clothes in my kitchen and then I go learn how to bleach things and it was really cool. And then it led, I was like, okay, I'm bored. So I went to draw on pants. Mm. But um, having a hobby is huge. I was going to say too, I think with really creative people and really active people, it's easy to turn every hobby into a business or try to. And I think it's important to sometimes (laughs) be like, no, this is just a hobby. Right. Like I'm doing this because I enjoy doing this and it's fun and I don't need or want to make money off of this. Right. Because you have to go like, I don't want to sell it. I don't want to have to 
to go to trade shows. Yeah. Mm-mm. I was going to do a... Well, I did one uh, fashion line in San Francisco. Uh-huh. I did like a short run of scarves and I learned how to manufacture them because, right? Because why not? And sure, then, why not? Scarves. Right? But then I learned, I go like, okay, but then selling takes me out of my creative zone. Right, because so you have I, to be a jack of all trades when you go that way. Yeah, because then I'm selling and I'm not being creative anymore. Like, I don't want to do that. So that's why I'm just doing the custom pants. I'm not manufacturing them because I'm like as soon as I manufacture it puts me in a financial stress I have to sell blah 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 you gotta just know what makes you feel good yeah totally totally I have to keep telling myself the business will come you know if you just get in that zone and stay in that vibe that you're talking about yeah the the universal stay get in the flow and stay in the flow and the work will come I think we came up with our own term of universal flow yeah right (laughs) stay in the universal flow follow the inner voice yeah but I can't hear that until I'm running like Mm. around the three or four mile mark I start Listening. Oh, Sometimes you're a I'll long distance runner. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh yeah. I can't run long distance. I couldn't either. I, until I went to San Francisco and I taught myself to do long stuff because it takes my body four miles to relax. And mm. I didn't know that because I've always been a sprinter. That's what we are. We're sprinters. Yeah. Mile but, one and done. <laughs> but you know what? Your body doesn't get to relax for one mile. Ah, you know you're not saying? exhausting it enough to like get the muscles. It's that marathon that I'm missing in the rest of my life. Like uh, I do everything else at a sprint. It takes me literally four miles to chill the hell out. Mm, and then, then I can hear my voice and then I can quiet my brain. It's not about being able to run the miles. You just build up to it. But I, I needed something in San Francisco to de-stress. And I lived right on this beautiful lake by the ocean and I it just started running and... <laughs> Funny thing is that, like, the leg was freaking four miles, so you couldn't just go halfway. You had to go all the, <laughs> all the way around. around. So you started off walk-run. Well, you know, like, we do, we go, like, oh, I'll just, like, I just put on some tennis shoes and go run four miles because that's what we do, right? Right. When I build up to that, it doesn't make any sense to me. And then the next week, I'm like, look at me, I'm running nine miles. Ouch, I hurt my hip. Because um, <laughs> I don't know balance. Um, but I... <laughs> You know, I, you understand what I'm saying. I do. I right? 100% do. Like, I'm just going to run a marathon. I got a month. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I'd ever do that. I don't know. I've had... I tried. I got to 15 miles. Yeah. Wow. I was so you could once. do half. <laughs> I could, but you know what? At the end of the day, it takes a lot of time to train. I tried to do that the last two years, and it just took so much time. I was like, okay, again, I want to create. I don't want to spend three hours a day running. No, me neither. I'm a slow runner. So, like... Yeah. But I put in the miles and like just go out sometime and try to find your your zone. Like when okay. the dopamines kick in, because one mile you're not getting it. You gotta like, gotta run at least long enough to when you start going like start getting ideas and when you start slowing down, you can actually hear your voice. At least for me, it, it may not work for you, but four miles is my sweet spot. I was gonna say that doesn't happen when I run, so I could guess I need to keep going. Yeah. You're, yeah. just, you're sprinting it out like everything else. You yeah. have to, I mean, and it's the only time I feel that way is when I go for long runs. Huh. Never a runner before in my life until my later later years. It's like the last four or five years. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to try that. You should. It's really cool. The last one I went, I had a total meltdown. Like, I think I just was stressed about something. And like at the three mile, I just broke down and I, I heard God's voice. And I basically, it was divine it felt like I, I could have a conversation back and forth yeah. with the quiet voice inside you only hear when you get really really quiet yeah and it was it was just wicked cool though because I, I understood and I anybody from the outside would be like she's talking to herself and like I really was like I was like okay yep I understand okay yep. yeah I mean yep. it was and I was bawling because I just felt like I hit this transitional 
Zoe and I came back. And my husband was like, "Yeah, all right, good run. You look like a mess." I was like, "I'm great." I'm You're like, actually, it really was a good run. <laughs> that was amazing. It's what I needed. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I kind of get that too with yoga. I feel like almost every yoga class I've gone to at some point, I don't know that I bust out crying, but I do get emotional. And I feel like it's like that taps into that release, which I don't know. I don't know what it is that creates that. I need to learn more about like the body things that happen because of running and getting to that point where your mind starts slowing down or doing yoga, whatever it is. But for me, I should do yoga more. I try to do it. Yoga is hard. (laughs) It's hard because you really like, you have to be intentional. Right. Very intentional. And I think for us sprinters, sometimes doing that is right. like... Also, I'm not very flexible. So I look around and people are doing this like... Oh, I don't go that. And I go like, oh man. Or the windy up thing like that's like this. My my brother does oh all the time. God. And I'm like, yeah, my calves are too big. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do that. I'm not too athletic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all have our things, right? We can't be amazing at everything. Right? We can't. It's not yeah. possible. That's too bad. That's why we all are humans. That's right? what makes us human. That's why we all work together, because we're all the same. Eh, screw that. That would be so boring. Yeah, I like to do most of it by myself. <laughs> right? I know, so I have to literally consciously co-create. And um, that's my goal for the next year. Because I can do so much by myself, I know there's more to co-creation. So I've been yes. reaching out to other artists, like, hey, you want to write a song? Nobody's bit down yet, but somebody will. And yep. like just co-creating like I want to find the beauty and co-creating and seeing what I can do beyond that that's really cool it's hmm. not easy don't no. get me wrong <laughs> like it sometimes I go like I have I have the right idea but I'll take that into consideration but like so it's not my natural state but I what's well, also but then not, I go why it's also not easy no it takes more effort to co-create right I think yeah well, at least for me it does somebody else's stuff into consideration and well and you just you're not doing it in your own home or in your own office or whatever you're you doing can't go manically in spring yeah. you have to go like what do you think I don't care yeah. you know like be in our zone right yeah when you're doing it with someone else, you constantly have to be like checking back in and like, yeah, and most of the time meeting up and it's a little bit more energy and time consuming. But right. I would say on the flip side, you can get a lot out of it. Right. A lot more So out maybe of it. a few projects. Yeah. All of them, just a couple. Yeah. Moderation. <laughs> Moderation. That's a tough thing too. Right? <laughs> like I'll just do one and then I go like, okay, well that was interesting. Let's get back to mania. <laughs> mania. <laughs> We all you know should what see I'm her saying. when she's done it. She's done it so many times tonight where she's like head down, just like you know what typing, I'm saying, typing on the computer, like, don't look at me. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, right? no, absolutely. You've been like, been there, like, I just gotta, I'm gonna get this done. Yep, yep, totally. <laughs> That's what I was doing today. Just gotta get this done. I did it again. I gotta stop that. Yeah. To kind of conclude this episode, I always feel like people live by their own personal mantra and whether or not you've defined what that is or you've like outspoken you've said it out loud to people or you've kept it inside of you but like I feel like there's things that I say to myself all the time that get me through each day and keep me motivated and keep me going and remind me that I'm you know who I am as a great person and what I'm doing is great and I'm always interested to hear other people's like what's yours I don't know if I have anything in particular but I try to keep Gratitude. Yeah. So do your things like remember to be grateful. Remember to be grateful. Yeah. Count my blessings because to go back to the beginning, you know, where you get into that space of feeling competitive or I don't have enough or I'm not doing enough. It's flipping that around and going like, here's what I have. Here's what I know I'm doing well. Mm -hmm. And just like, you know, doing some self-love on the spot, be it gratitude and counting my blessings and not comparing my life to others. I think that's really, really huge. That's awesome. Keeps me out of that. 
crazy yeah. space. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Not comparing. Not comparing. This yep. world is Run all... your game. Yeah. So that, that is a thing, because you said that multiple times. Run, Run your, your game. game. Blinders. See? Right? Bl- We're just going to like... Blinders. Blinders. Do a little of this, blinders, yeah. right? Blinders run your game. Blinders run your game. Blinders run your game. No, see, but you do have a, see, you do have a mantra. <laughs> I guess I do. I didn't yeah. Think, I see, didn't that's know the thing is, like, that. a lot of people, like, I don't even know what mine would be, but I'd have to be asked it probably, but. Well, what is yours? Depends on the season of my life, or not necessarily, like, the season of, like, fall, winter, spring, or summer, but, like, the season that I'm in. Right now, it's kind of a selfish one that I'm working on because I'm a person of no boundaries. Hmm. So I do a very much grateful mindset to start the day. And it's like, you know, things I'm grateful. Remember to be grateful. The things that you have are awesome. And they're, you know, living so well here on this earth. But then also it's like, am I doing this for someone else or am I doing this for myself? Mm. Is what I'm constantly doing with my life right now. Because I have spent a lot of my life pleasing others and wanting to please others. And I'm a people pleaser. And with my therapist... Hashtag shout out to my therapist again. Um, She's like my life-changing person. You know, I'm working on creating boundaries just to protect myself and for self-preservation that I did not have, did not have prior to going and seeing her. So That's awesome. Good for you. Yeah, it's weird because it's like, I think some people think of their mantra and it has to be this like positive, like rah, rah, re thing. But I think also it is seasonal and it's something that you know, it doesn't always have to be like a rah rah read, like, I gotta do this every day. Like, sometimes right. for me, it's like, I might be like in a, hey, I need to take it down for me right. season. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I don't know. I feel like I totally just rambled through that of my yeah. like jumbled thoughts, but it's like one of those things people don't put those thoughts together. No, it's pretty you know? focused. No, you were good. It's, it's hard to like think, well, what is my mantra? Like, what do I want my mantra to be is very different than what is my mantra. Right. Well, and there's that thing, I think you said like the rah, rah, re, like the, which I think is great. Rah, it rah, doesn't rah, always rah. have to be positive. I think, you know, we could totally do a part two on positivity shaming. Oh, you know? yeah. Like, We've talked you know, about I have dates where I don't, I don't feel well and I don't necessarily want to go out and just be all happy and chipper and I'll just kind of be in a funk all day and that's okay. Yeah. Right, that funk out. Right? And you can still be grateful. You can still have your blinders on. You can still have, be mindful of what's going on without punishing yourself for feeling poor. Yeah, no, totally. Not poor, but like, you know, just not feeling feeling good. good. I just want to put that in there just because of all the positive you shaming that's been going on lately. Like, yeah. Well, even the other day, my husband and I, we do this scale thing where, especially we do it on the weekends. He's like, what's your number? And on a one to 10, we tell each other our numbers and like how good we're feeling or how happy we are or whatever. And the other day he was like, what's your number? And I was like, I'm going to go with, for the first time ever, I don't have a number. And he was like, okay. He's like, is it good or bad? And I was like, I just don't have a number. I'm just in this mood. I just don't have a number. And it's not bad and you're good. Like there's nothing I need you to do. I don't have a number. And he was like, wow, interesting. But that told him something. Right. Like, okay, Abby's in this, like, whatever, funk or whatever. And I was like, I just need to be. Right. I just need to be. I don't want to have a number. I don't want to analyze where I'm at right now. <laughs> right. And that's totally okay. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's it was awesome because he was, like, totally expecting me to either be, like, normally I'm either, like, a 1 or a 2 or a 10. Right. <laughs> like, and 9 or 10. Right. <laughs> Extremes. Polar. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. man. I get it. I so get it. Well, you guys, if you want to check out anything that Ella is doing with her life, she 
does have her website. It's ellareedmusic.com. Yep. And she has her pants. Gasstationglam.com. Yeah, gasstationglam. And she does her own art on white pants. And it's incredible. You should totally go check it out just to see her artistic side. And that's different from her music side. All of her music's on all of the different platforms. I listen on Spotify. You can get it anywhere. Pandora, iTunes. Yep. Okay, and then now I guess she's working on creating these children's books, which as soon as they go out, I will totally be posting them and I will be buying them for myself and for KJ because they are awesome. I'm so excited. Thank you. I just got to figure out the formatting. All good. Yeah, you'll get there. Little stuff. Yeah, for sure. Figure it out. Well, thanks for joining me and thanks Thanks for doing this. This was seriously awesome. I loved it. Fist bump. Yeah, this is totally (laughs) awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. And I would totally love to do a part two. We should do that. Let's do it. I think we should totally do a part two. Too. Yeah, you guys let us know what else you'd want us to bring bring into the mix and have Ella talk about because she's got a lot of tricks up her sleeve. So I'd love, <laughs> to, love to hear more of what she has to say, but you guys let us know. Yeah. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Sounds great. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to the Loving This Life podcast. It is because of people like you tuning in each episode that Loving This Life has a purpose. If you like what you hear, Please be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. This is how we spread the love and reach more amazing people like you. I also want to say a special thank you to Ella Reed. She so graciously shared her empowering and uplifting song, Walk On, for us to use on the podcast. And lastly, remember to wake up each day being confident with who you are, but also love yourself enough to change for the better. Peace, y'all. bigger than this one more